The Kings seem to have a lot of players ready to compete for not a lot of roster spots. It's Monday, July 18th. I'm Eddie Garcia. This is Locked On LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Unfortunately, no new news to report for the LA Kings from over the weekend. We are still waiting to get a resolution on restricted free agents Mikey Anderson. Sean Dursey, Gabe Velarde, and Jarrett Anderson-Dolan all were given qualifying offers, which gives the Kings more time to negotiate new deals with each player. Kings' current cap hit, according to CapFriendly.com, is just over $80 million, and the Kings have just over $2.3 million in salary cap space available, so we will continue to wait and see uh, how long it will take for those players to get signed. So we had the Kings' development camp wrap up last week. We're about nine weeks away from the start of rookie camp, so clearly, barring some unforeseen trade or news, we do have a lot of time to take a deep dive on this year's roster. And I mentioned this in a previous episode. I think our top three lines are set. Obviously, things can change. Injuries can occur. We certainly know about that. But I think on paper, it's pretty reasonable to say that our top line is going to be Andre Kopitar at center with Adrian Kempe and Kevin Fiala on his wings. Our second line, which was our best line last season, Philip Deneau at center with hopefully a healthy Victor Arvidsson coming back from his back issue and Trevor Moore on his wings. Now, I think, and this is up for debate, but I think Quinton Byfield will be slated to start the season As our third line center, I feel pretty confident that the wings on the third line will be Alex Iafalo and Arthur Kaliev. That can be up for debate, but I think Kaliev has earned uh, the spot on the third line. He's got that shot that we need to get more involved in the offense. I think it'll be uh, Iafalo and Kaliev on the third line. Whether it's Quinton Byfield or Blake Lazat at center on the third line, I think is up for debate, but I would say... Right now, the fourth line would be centered by Blake Lazat, and the two wing spots are up for debate. Now, the Kings did re-sign Brendan Lemieux. He played on that fourth line with Blake Lazat a lot last season. He provided a lot of energy, showed a little bit more offensive side than I think a lot of us expected him to. I wouldn't be surprised if he's penciled in on that left wing spot. So, I, I think clearly... There's one spot that is absolutely available. And again, this is up for some debate, but this is what I think going in right now uh, to training camp, barring any injuries, barring any trades. The fourth line winger spot is up for grabs. And there are a ton of players that could fill that spot. And I don't know that anyone has a really good idea on which player might assert themselves at this point to grab that spot. There are a number of guys who are candidates. Rasmus Kupari. Gabe Velarde, Carl Grundstrom, Jarrett Anderson-Dolan. Then you've got, you know, some guys that have some question marks around him, uh, like Alex Turcotte. He has to get healthy, but if he gets healthy, he has the ability to perhaps be in consideration. I'm not a big fan of Leah Sanderson, but I I guess you would have to include him in there as a dark horse uh, for that spot. Samuel Fagamo is a guy that is young and on the rise, but probably not ready for that spot at this point. And then there are other names as well that probably will take a little more seasoning, but Tyler Madden, Akil Thomas uh, are, are names that are out there as well. So I think pretty clearly 
Uh, There is a top four in this, and it was the first four names that I mentioned. Rasmus Gupari, Gabe Valdardi, Carl Grundstrom, and Jarrett Anderson-Dolan. We're going to focus on those four players over the next few days, uh, give you a little bit more in-depth on those players and where they stand, but it is kind of hard to believe that Rasmus Gupari or Gabe Valdardi, two former number one picks, um, aren't ready to take a bigger role. Now, both of them are natural centers learning to play the wing. And we've seen with Adrian Kempe that that can sometime take a while. And it is challenging because, like I said, I think the top three lines are set. So you're, you're, you're trying to debate what is more beneficial to these players. Is it another season in the AHL? Is it the bulk of their time in the AHL so they can learn how to play on the wing? Which, which obviously is different from center. If you, if, you, if you don't know, center is a much more defensively responsible position. Obviously, face-offs are something you have to worry about. And there is a transition to play on the wing. Some guys can make that transition easily. Some it takes some time. Some can't do it at all. But Rasmus Gupari and Gabe Velarde, again, two number one picks. The Kings have invested in them, right? These guys are expected to take on a bigger role in the near future and maybe maybe in the very immediate future, but two number one picks that at some point you've got to put in the NHL lineup and see what they can do. Like I said, it's not the ideal situation for them to be able to learn on the fourth line with reduced minutes. That That is you know difficult. And, and who knows? Maybe maybe I'm wrong about Arthur Kaliev. Maybe it's one of these guys on the third line right wing spot instead of Kaliev. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the case, but we'll see. When you look at Carl Grundstrom, he probably fits more of that fourth-line grinder type of a winger, where I think Kupari and Velarde certainly have more skill. Grundstrom is that more put-your-head-down-go-to-the-net kind of guy that that might fit better on a fourth line. So there are obviously decisions to be made as to who's going to get the chance, and it could be something that's ongoing throughout the season. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a discussion with these guys that say, look, we've got a talented group. There are limited spots available Training camp is going to be huge. Preseason games are going to be huge. Who wants the job? Show us. Go out and take it. So we want to focus, though, on that first name that I mentioned, Rasmus Kupari. Uh, Again, a natural center, moving to the wing. He played 57 games of the Kings last season. Uh, He did play a lot of center when Quentin Byfield got hurt. Uh, So that, you know, affected his development as far as trying to move over to that wing spot. He finished with five goals and eight assists. For 13 points, also had five goals and three assists in 13 games playing for the Ontario Reign. This was his first real playing time at the NHL level last season. He played only seven games the year before, which was his indoctrination into the NHL level. Uh, Kupari is only 22. It's, sometimes we forget, even though they've been in the system for a little while, that they're still very young. And again, a former number one pick in 2018. Uh, he is still playing on his entry-level contract and is making just over $863,000 for the season. He will be a restricted free agent after this season. So again, Kapari needs more playing time uh, in his transition to wing. Hopefully he can get that in training camp and in the preseason, and we'll see if he can assert himself early on to get the first opportunity to play on one of those bottom six wing spots. Uh, because the Kings have invested their first-round pick in Kapari, and he is a restricted free agent after the season, um, you know, he could be given, I don't know, preferential treatment is is the right term for it. Um, but there is um, a timeline on guys like him and Gabe Velarde to see what they can do 
before we decide on uh, maybe moving off from them or not. So, look, Kupari is clearly a talented player. He's got a lot of upside. He's got a lot of offensive skill. He's got a good shot. He's a good puck handler. Um, Still learning to be a more defensive, responsible player. But the talent is certainly there. And again, the Kings invested a first-round pick in him. At some point, if he is you know, asserting himself, the Kings are going to have to find out, is this the guy to be uh, one of our starting wingers? Uh, and he's going to certainly get a long look, I think, this coming season to be one of those bottom six wingers. Um, but he's got competition. As we said, there are a lot of other players, and uh, they are waiting for their turns as well. It is a very good thing. For the LA Kings to have, though, it is a great problem to have. Um, You want as many talented players as possible on your roster to compete for roster spots. Um, It is unfortunate that somebody is going to get left out. Somebody's probably going to be sent to the AHL or somebody's going to be a healthy scratch eating popcorn up in the press box more often than not. Um, And maybe, who knows, maybe it is a ongoing battle throughout the season. Maybe Kupari and Velarde are going back and forth waiting for one of these guys to seize that spot and that competition maybe can fuel them to up their level of performance. But again, two very young players, two number one picks, uh, and the investment has been made in these guys and, and, and an opportunity for one of them to assert themselves uh, this coming season. I think it's either going to be Kupari or Velarde, but again, there are a lot of other players that are going to have a say about that as well. Hey, Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball, the All Star Game coming up here in LA. Uh, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports, including events like MMA, boxing, and golf. Uh, go to the website today. Or use your mobile device to learn more about trends and action. That is Bet Online, where the game starts. We continue our look at the LA Kings' recent picks in the NHL entry draft in Montreal. We talked about the Kings' first selection in the second round, the 51st overall pick, Jack Hughes. If you missed that, you can check out last Thursday's podcast. On Friday, we talked about the Kings' two fourth-round picks, forwards Kenny Connors and defenseman Angus Booth. And if you missed those, you could check those out as well. Uh, today, we are going to focus on the Kings' lone fifth-round selection, the 148th overall pick. That was their lone selection of a player from outside North America. They went to Finland to select Otto Salen, a right-handed defenseman who played for HIFK's junior team over in Finland. He's five foot eleven and two hundred and five pounds. And the Kings, like with their two fourth-round picks, took a player with potential. Uh, we talked about Kenny Connors and Angus Booth, both taking big steps forward this past season from the previous year. The Kings are hoping that they can continue that trajectory. Uh, And I think the same applies for Otto Salen for different reasons. Now, he was a highly rated player who got hurt and missed most of the first half of the season over in Finland. Now, before he got hurt, he was projected to be a third, maybe even a second round draft pick. Um, But he played just 17 games over the entire season. Never played more than a handful of games at any level before getting injured. He also had COVID issues or was moved to another team. So there were reasons why his performance wasn't as good as expected last year, and that's why he fell in the draft down to the fifth round. One thing that I think is really encouraging about Otto Salen is that this is a guy who has played over his head, if you want to call it that, uh, at many different levels. He was talented enough to play 
um, in the uh, Finland under-16 league at the age of 14. In their under-18 league, he played there as a 15-year-old. Uh, he moved into uh, HIFK's organization in the 2020-21 season as a 16-year-old and th- then made the jump into Finland's top under-20 league. So again, this is a young guy who has proven over time that his talent level is such that he can compete in levels above where he normally would be slotted because of his age. Now, if you've read any of the scouting reports about him, pretty much all the same description, highly creative offensive defenseman, but needs work on his defensive game. King's director of amateur scouting, Mark Yanetti, uh, said about Otto Salen that he is an excellent skater and that sometimes his skating gets him into good and bad places. And I thought he had a very uh, interesting point. And he said that you can't teach a player to be a great skater, but you can teach a player to stay out of bad situations. So uh, that's what you're looking at when you're drafting someone who has a lot of talent. And sure, there are flaws in his game, but if it's flaws based on lack of experience or just a lack of playing at a certain level, those things can be learned over time, but the tools that the, those, the player has uh, in his toolbox, um, those things are harder to teach. So if you've got a player who, again, is an incredibly talented skater uh, like Otto Salen and has a lot of upside offensively, you can teach him positionally. You can drill him on certain aspects of his game. Over time and experience, he learns when to make plays and when not to make plays. So, again, um, a very similar pick in a lot of ways to what the Kings picked in the earlier rounds. Um, A lot of talent, obviously, in the Kings system. So they can afford to invest in players like Otto Salen, who may take a little bit longer time to develop. But the Kings are okay with that because we've got a lot of young players ready to go. Um, So you can take players with a little bit more um, potential that ha- may take a little bit longer time to realize that potential, but the Kings feel like where they are with their talent pool that they can afford to do that, and it makes sense, right? It makes sense. You don't, I mean, you sure if you can pick an NHL ready player now, of course, the Kings didn't have a first round pick uh, this year, but sure, you want as many of those guys as you can. But if you are picking later in the draft, if you're picking later in the rounds, it makes sense to go after someone who has maybe long-term potential down the road that you can develop over time. And uh, I think the Kings feel pretty good about their fifth-round selection. Again, that's Otto Salen out of Finland. So as I have been with some of these um, recent draft picks, I've been looking at the Kings' history. Um, When we talked about Jack Hughes, I looked at the Kings' recent second-round picks, and the Kings have done a really good job with their second-round picks over recent time and even in their history. They've done a good job getting second-round picks uh, as far as guys who eventually would contribute at the NHL level. Uh, Also mentioned it with the two fourth-round picks for the Kings. Um, Their fourth-round picks recently have been really good, including a guy like Mikey Anderson. And historically, they've had some pretty good fourth-round picks, including a guy like Rob Blake, fourth-round pick to Hall of Famer. That's not bad. Fifth-round picks, though, for the LA Kings, not so much. Uh, They have no fifth-round picks of any note at all Um, currently in their system. And historically, the Kings have not had any fifth-round picks for quite some time that have done anything at the NHL level. Um, So we'll see. Hopefully, Otto Salen can can buck that trend. But if you want to find names for the LA Kings that were selected in the fifth round that went on to have 
solid NHL careers. You got to go back in the uh, in the wayback machine there. Uh, in 1983, the LA Kings selected Gary Galley in the fifth round. Uh, now he didn't have much of a career with the Kings, but he would go on to have a long uh, and um, very uh, good NHL career. Uh, I believe he's now a broadcaster uh, up in Canada. So if the name sounds familiar. Um, but Gary Galley was a solid uh, NHL player. Uh, he didn't have much time with the Kings, but was a good NHL player. How about this one? Uh, this is a way, a way back, but this is a name that you may not know was an L.A. Kings draft pick. Uh, Billy Smith. If you don't know the name Billy Smith, then yes, it's a generic name. Uh, Billy Smith was a fifth-round pick of the Kings in 1970. He went on to backstop the New York Islanders dynasty of the early 80s and won four Stanley Cups in a row. Uh, so Billy Smith, uh, I, I honestly had forgotten that he was a Kings draft pick. And maybe maybe one day when we, you know, and certainly we have a lot of time here in the offseason, kind of do a little history uh, on the L.A. Kings as far as what was the what was the situation where Billy Smith was uh, shipped out of L.A.? What did the Kings get in return, and uh, how did he go on to uh, move on and be a four-time Stanley Cup winner? Uh, And then even before that, uh, Butch Goring was a fifth-round pick of the Kings back in 1969, wearing the old uh, Forum Blue and Gold back in the day at the Forum. Uh, Butch Goring uh, went on to have uh, a long NHL career, also played for the New York Islanders, and I believe is still a uh, television broadcaster for the New York Islanders. So again, uh, fifth round picks for the LA Kings in recent and in uh, the organization's history have not fared very well, uh, but we shall see if that trend continues or not with Otto Salen. Hopefully, hopefully not. Hey, which NFL stars uh, move the betting line the most? Starting July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from oddsmakers at Bet Online. Again, this is available July 18th on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcasts, and on YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, uh, some of you may or may not know that the Locked On channels um, are usually simulcast where we have the audio podcast, which you are listening to right now, and a video cast as well that goes up on YouTube. And uh, if you like to dabble in both, you probably noticed that the uh, YouTube channel has not been up and running uh, since I have taken over. Uh, We are working on some things behind the scenes to get that going, but we hope to have that going here in the very near future. Thank you for your patience on that. Now, um, I am a radio veteran. I've been on that side of the business for almost 30 years. Um, So me doing an audio podcast uh, is right in my wheelhouse. Uh, The video side of it, not so much, Uh, but uh, excited about the opportunity to do that, even though I have a face made for radio. Uh, But uh, if you are interested in the YouTube channel, I will absolutely be letting you know when that goes down. Hoping for some time this week, but again, there's some things being worked out behind the scenes as far as um, getting uh, logged into the YouTube channel and being able to do the things I need to do with that. Um, But uh, we're pretty much ready to go with that. But again, uh, if you are interested in the YouTube channel, hopefully this week, uh, I am definitely working on it and uh, I will definitely let you know right here when that YouTube channel is up and running. Speaking of YouTube and speaking of King's Prospects, Not sure if you have seen them or not, but the LA Kings do a terrific job with some of the YouTube features that they have over the years. And I have been watching 
and getting a little more deeply acquainted with a lot of the Kings prospects. And on, if you go to YouTube and you type in LA Kings in the pipeline, you'll get a whole list of a bunch of great little features on a lot of the Kings younger players. You can find out about, you know, their background, where they grew up, their draft experience, and some of their uh, stories at the uh, lower levels. Um, Quentin Byfield, Sean Dursey, uh, Samuel Fagamo, Akil Thomas, Jordan Spence, Tyler Madden, Alex Turcott, Mikey Anderson, all featured and, and more on these uh, YouTube channels. They're really well done. They're, they're, they're entertaining. They're only like five to eight minutes long. Uh, so you can watch a whole bunch of them uh, in a short amount of time, but they're re- again, they're really well done interviews with the players and their families, interviews with uh, their coaches, all kinds of cool stuff. So if you want to check that out and learn a little bit more about some of the players that we've been talking about, uh, it's called In the Pipeline. The uh, LA Kings YouTube channel has those, and uh, they're very, very well done. Uh, to keep up to date with this show and what's going on with the LA Kings, uh, please follow us on Twitter. We are at Locked On LA Kings. That is Locked On LA Kings. Uh, if you would like to send me an email with any comments or thoughts on the Kings or this show or any ideas about things that you would like to see addressed uh, in the coming months, uh, the email address is locked on Eddie. That's E D D I E, locked on Eddie at Gmail. Uh, once we start getting some emails in, I definitely plan on having a listener email segment on this show to feature your thoughts uh, on the LA Kings and any comments you have on any of the things that I've been talking about. Uh, Coming up on Tuesday's episode, we will update you on any Kings news that takes place in the next uh, 24 hours. We'll take a closer look at Gabe Velarde. We talked a little bit about Rasmus Kupari. We'll focus a little bit more on Gabe Velarde and his uh, positioning to grab one of those winger spots this coming season. And we'll also look at the Kings' two sixth-round picks taken in this recent NHL draft. Hey, thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast of all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in hockey. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. Thank you very much for listening to Locked On LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Go Kings go.